lives that show everything. Top fives presented by the Sex Effects. I'm Joey Parati. And I'm Sean Day. And folks, welcome to episode 162 of your Woo. favorite show. Um, it's my favorite we're so show. Cl- we're so close yeah. to 200, man. Can you we're believe getting that? there. We're rolling. Yeah, another uh, almost a year. I can't believe it, right? It'll be good, man. It'll be fun. <laughs> uh, we got to do something crazy. Yeah, uh, maybe another live show, have some more guests on. Yeah. Uh, jam session. I don't know. It could be, it could be all I feel like sorts of things. Juggling. Juggling would juggling be hired pretty wild. Yeah. Are we going to be juggling? Or is that we're gonna no, juggle I'm like just a, just a, juggling. We'll, uh, we'll be on the show. It'll happen. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. And we're not going to, we're not even going to dictate what's going on. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to have Someone's going to be juggling. That, right? And as the listener, you're just going to be like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like this is the most bizarre podcast ever. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> We're listening to people juggle and it sounds like absolutely nothing. So nothing. <laughs> well done. Well done, Sex Facts. Um Sean, no. how are you, my friend? Oh, uh, good, man. Just um just trying to uh my computer actually broke uh this last week. So I've been kind of um I've been using one of my older computers, um, but it's kind of stopped me from doing a lot of the music stuff. So um, I uh, had to take care of that this week. So a little stressed out, but um, I'm happy that I got the computer situation figured out. I uh, just bought like a used computer off my friend. And then, uh, yeah, man, it's been pretty, pretty kind of uh, interesting rest of the week, too. Like Disney Plus dropped. I did subscribe and check it out. And, you um, bastard. Yeah. <laughs> and then I actually, uh, yesterday, was it yesterday? Two days ago, I downloaded um, this new Star Wars game, actually, uh, Fallen yeah. Order. How is yeah. it? Is Which it fun? Probably s- it's actually pretty fun, dude. It's, it, um, I didn't realize I it haven't was pl- I haven't played Red Dead 2 yet, and I've, but I've Jesus. seen the scope of that, of that uh, game and how big it is. I would say, not to compare it, but... Uh, but to compare it. But to compare it, um, it's not in the open world scale as uh, as um, Red Dead, which I think that's what they weren't. They were trying, you know, they're trying not to go too open world on this one. Okay, but so it is like level to level kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. You you open up different planets, and then as you continue to explore the map, you are you're able to go back and like explore okay. those areas in each map. So um, it plays really like Uncharted. I don't know if you ever played Uncharted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Uncharted always in. felt completely, well, at least the later ones, felt so on the rails to me. It didn't feel like I was actually playing a game. It felt like I was just guiding a character through a game. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This uh, one, it's, which, it's cool. Yeah, like, I, I think they took the kind of model of, like, some, some games. I think it's com- been compared to um, uh, Soul, not Soul Calibur. Um, there's another game out there. I mm. can't think of it right at the moment, but, um, yeah, that kind of, it, it's somewhat linear, but also it has the mixture of like kind of open world. Um, the coolest thing I think is the, the skill tree. Um, you do Jedi meditations. Oh, and, that is um, cool. Yeah. You find these little meditation circles throughout the, um, uh, throughout the game. And that's kind of like your save point. You can, um, love, you can level up your force abilities, uh, lightsabers skills health um and it's kind of like arkham where it's like you get like a certain amount of skill points so you can spend all right. those little things um but it is you know, quite, it's also it's, cool about meditation what's that? that there's no limit to what we can 
Imagine. Imagine. (laughs) But, yeah, man. um, Yeah, I I think it's been pretty cool. I've only played, I don't know, not enough, I think. Maybe, like, Mm. two hours (laughs) worth. Yes, so so not enough. They're not even through, like, the beginning credits of a game. I know, right? Two hours, you know, there's still Um, still cutscenes happening. um, But, yeah, I I don't know. I'm going to keep playing it. I've been thoroughly enjoying it. I mean, if you want to be a Jedi Knight, this is kind of the closest game so far um, in their current kind of games being released. Right. So, anyways, man, how how are you? I, I know that segued. In, I was gonna. No, was that kinda, was great. That was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh it's been on the top of my mind. I think that's why uh, I like I'm pretty it. Pretty stoked about it. I'm excited to talk. I didn't know that it was out, so I'm I'm excited that you've played it and can speak on you know with some authority about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, because it, it's it's a game that I've been looking forward to, kind of because I'm, I've just this last like year or so, I've really fallen out of love with Star Wars. I just don't care. Yeah, um, it's it's uh, with the Disney takeover. Um, you know, it's yeah, yeah and it's, it's it's a bunch of characters and and the kind of the property of Star Wars. You know, I know we could have all. I mean, for you and me, probably it's like we wish we we just had the original trilogy and that was it. Yeah. I don't need nothing else, but it's, it's fine. You know, I just, I don't (laughs) see these as it's Disney star Wars. It's not star Wars. It is something different. And, um, you know, I've said it a million times. They're big budget fan films, which is fine, but I, I, I have no real emotional investment in it. You know what I mean? It's not coming from the creator. Even if you didn't like what George Lucas was doing, it was it was his story. It was his vision, and um, to see it bought and being sold back to the fans, trying to please the fans, and I don't know. It just it, the whole thing leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I suppose. Um, yeah. Having said that, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that game and and checking it out because it does yeah. look cool. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, I. I'm gonna give it like another, you know, another week to play with it and and see, you know, what's what's up. I I heard there's like side missions too, so I haven't really got a chance to do that or at least explore that. So yeah, um, oh, it's nothing like yeah. a good kind of game to sink into. That's always nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So I mean, that could kind of st- uh, uh, segue into my my first top five. Let, let's what what do you got for me tonight, Shawnee? Um, so yeah, speaking of Star Wars games, um, there have been um, a slew of Star Wars games throughout the years. Um, you know, even when the original movies were released, uh, to you know about now, and and you know we've had like different types of games too as well. So Joey, what are your top five Star Wars games? Well, let me tell you what my top five favorite Star Wars games are. Um, you see this gigantic bottle of water? I know, way? man. Is that insane? <laughs> um, what's H2O, the uh, man? <laughs> 50.7 fluid ounces. One and a half liters, kids. Um, yeah. So, Star Wars games. I'm going to go number five. Um, I don't know if you were on this hype but I sure was Star Wars Episode One Racer. Oh, um, I it's remember the pod that racing. one, dude. Yeah. yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Okay. And I, I, I enjoyed that more than even like the Rogue Ones, and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, just the speed of it for the time was insane. It was great. Um, mm-hmm. 
number four. Okay, so the next three. Um, just bear with me. Okay. Um, <laughs> number four, Super Empire Strikes Back from the Super Nintendo uh, yes, platforming series. I love absolutely series. love these games. Um, the mm-hmm. only reason Empire comes in at four is because it's unseemingly hard. It is so difficult. It's the only one I haven't beat, and I've gotten to the very last fight with Vader in it. So it's such a it's a sore spot for me. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. because you got to remember playing Super Nintendo, you couldn't just save your progress. You had to beat the game in one fucking go, right? Yeah, you had to. You had to. You could pause it, but you couldn't turn it off. And Turn it back on. <laughs> or save it or whatever. Yeah. And God forbid anyone walked on the ground a little too hard and the system moved and then the game fucking froze. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, fuck, man. Gen Z, you guys, I respect you. I respect the hell out of you. I think you guys are going to do better than what millennials are doing. But motherfuckers have no fucking recollection of blowing into a cartridge, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Um, anyway, Super Empire Strikes Back. It's, you know, just like all of them, they're platforming games and they take the levels of the films or like the levels are based on scenes of the films and then they make them bigger and, you know, more villains and that kind of thing. Um, Yeah. Number three, Super Star Wars. This is this one was also very hard, but I did beat it one time. Um, So there you go. It's very good. What was the uh, the first level was um, was uh, tattooing and then tattooing you fight the Sarlacc pit. And he that's, like throws oh, yeah, shit that's at right, you. Man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I think, you know, you can even play as not can for one level you are, uh, Obi-Wan. Th- that was that's the other right. cool thing about those games. Like for certain levels you'd be certain characters. Characters. You, know, you play yeah. most of the game as Luke, but you can play as Han, you can play as Chewie. Um, that's right. It's very cool. Man. It's a very cool. Have game. they have they re-released any of those games at all? They re-released uh, the first one for PS4. It was an exclusive. Like, if you bought a different Star Wars game, you got oh, that one. But I can't remember what. Um, yeah, Super Star Wars. And then number two, Super Return of the Jedi. Um, this oh was by gosh, far the easiest yeah. and, you know, by proxy, the most enjoyable of the three. Um, I've played through this one many, many, many times, and uh, I love it. It's a great game. Um, you know, Luke is more realized as a Jedi and, you know, has certain, like, force powers that he can do. You know, obviously you always yeah. want to use heal, even though it's very tempting to use, like, throw lightsaber because then you forget to bring it back to you and all your force is gone, you know, shit like that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Super Return of the Jedi. Number hey. one, though. What's your number one? The game, game that really kind of captured my imagination and um, was like, holy shit. You know, uh, these new systems, these new graphics, you know, Star Wars Shadows of the Empire. Oh, uh, I remember Shadows of the Empire. Yeah. It's Dash Rendar, and it is fucking awesome. And there's a uh, speeder bike chase through Moss Eisley. Yo, um, okay. okay. You fight Boba Fett. Um, you have a jetpack, which is dope. And uh, yeah, the first, the first level is all in a snowspeeder. And that you're taking out the ATATs or the at ats, whatever the you know fucking don't at me, um, and you can use the harpoons and shit and like wrap the cord around oh, the cord the, around oh, that's the ATATs sick, and shit and the chicken walkers, and um, 
It's so fucking cool. Um, and then the second level, you're in uh, Hoth, the Hoth base, the rebel base, oh, as cool. the Empire's attacking, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's the first scene of Empire. Dude, that's freaking awesome. I but don't think I... From, you see the fucking Millennium yeah. Falcon take off, right? It's it's such a cool game, dude. Dude, I don't think um, I've played Shadows of the Holy yeah. shit, really? Um, I don't know if that one's been remastered, and it doesn't. I've, like, thrown it on. And, you know, there's a problem with old, older video games, like um, 3D video games. This It's not so much a problem with um, side-scrollers. But yeah. 3D video games, the physics just don't age well. So moving the character is so not smooth, and it's so difficult, and it feels choppy, and it, you know, like, but a yeah, lot of yeah. those games are like that. Yeah. You know, some, yeah. some of the, even, even like Mario 64 doesn't always feel, like, intuitive anymore, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's why, like, I guess comparing to, like, the Super Nintendo, like, Star Wars run, like, those were fun games because, yeah, I felt like they got, you know, it's obviously side-scroller, but they got, like, the the physics of just... Especially like the lightsabers and the the pistols mm-hmm. and everything, like oh, yeah. I felt like it was so ahead of its of its time in, in a way when it was out. Um, dude, I like your list. Shadows. I, I feel like I feel like I did play Shadows Empire. Maybe I didn't own it. Yeah, I do. Um, it was like it was like an N sixty four like gem. Gem, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Where like um, Star Wars Episode One Racer, I got for like eight dollars at Toys R Us, you know, out of the bin. Nice. Um, <laughs> But Shadows, Shadows of the Empire, you pay full fucking price. Um, what I'm very curious now to hear your top five Star Wars games. Um, man. Well, you know what? I uh, let's see. Number five, I've got Rogue Squadron. Rogue, um, which was the I think it was the N64 um, one they released, and then they did one for GameCube. Um, I think that was I don't know if that was the sequel to it, but I really I really loved the first one. Um, you know, it, it's. Uh, it's got some of the other um, kind of uh, side supporting characters, um, you know, from the from the kind of original trilogy, and um, I don't know. It was it was the kind of their first crack at um, kind of doing the the Star Wars vehicles and like you know the battle, yeah. the flying battles and stuff. Um, and I just remember, I guess it was a pretty challenging game from what I remember. Um, I feel like you, all the Star Wars games have been fairly difficult. Yeah, and at least you know, the ones um, I played, and I haven't played. You know, these are the ones that I played. Yeah, and you know what? I, I do. I do like games that are challenging, and you know, you can kind of. I think that's what makes them kind of unique. Sometimes it's like, man, you know, like um, Super Star Wars. I think you know, like you mentioned, like the the uh, saving part of it, like that. You know, that in itself is that's a challenge for you to yes. go through the game and yeah. not like die, or you know, not uh, like that's your thing. Saturday. <laughs> that yeah that you're spending time doing that shit so yeah. um yeah man so i that's what i liked about rogue squadron it, it felt kind of challenging especially kind of introducing now the vehicles in the video games and um it's kind of cool you get to play you know being an x-wing and being the different kind of uh fighter vehicles from star wars so uh that's how i that's how i knew all the like started to get to know all the other ships in the in the movies is like oh yeah that's the one you know in rogue squadron or in, in you know these games like you start to recognize the models and, you know, it's like kind of gives you a familiar familiarity with the, even just the kind of, um, you know, the ships and the, and the, uh, other things in the movies. So, uh, rogue squadron for five. Um, I'm going to go for number four, um, battlefront one, which was the, I think it came out in 2016. I I believe it was like the year. 
Yeah. I think it was like the year that uh, Force Awakens came out. Um, was it 16? No, I'm thinking. Anyways, um, yeah, this was the kind of uh, EA's reimagining of the Battlefront series. Um, I don't know. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it could have been a bigger game um, yeah. as far as just adding more levels. Um, but, you know, I, I enjoyed it. You know, definitely had the, you know, definitely with the popularity of Call of Duty and first-person shooters, um, you know, I feel like it, it nailed that kind of translation translation from that genre to star wars um and i don't know I, I played it quite regularly um you know just online and um it was fun and it, I, th- I believe it came out like right before uh force awakens came out so it definitely did you know it really that's right me, got yeah me, got me back into the star wars kind of you know mood or whatever and um yeah it, it was fun and, and you know it was great because it i think it, it most of it takes place in the in the uh the original trilogy timeline. So you, um, you know, there's a couple of game modes where you get to play as some of the heroes and villains like Luke Skywalker and Leia and Han Solo. So I thought that was really cool that you get to play those characters. Um, and also just kind of be back in that kind of timeline of star Wars, um, which is yeah. cool. You, you know, yeah. even though they're, you know, starting this new series and, and whatnot, you know, and, um, a lot of, we got, well, they got a lot of blowback for the second one, um, which I actually have not played at all. So <laughs> because, because of that, and you know, maybe I just like the first one more. So, yeah. um, so yeah, uh, Battlefront, uh, I guess one from a couple years ago. Um, yeah. I'm going to go number three. I actually put, even though I'm so early into this game, I put Star Wars Fallen Order in there. Um, you're a fickle love. Yeah, I was, you know, I was, I, I, you know, I'm pretty, um, pretty, uh, I do a lot of research before I do buy games these days, you know, how, you know, how, how's it look? What are the response, you know, what kind of reviews are like, um, and it's been positive reviews all, all around and, and it, it, you know, I feel like that did kind of influence me a little bit to play it, um, and try it out. And I, I don't know, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I've gotten to a point of the game where I've unlocked a couple force abilities, so I can like push like bridges, um, like metal, and create bridges out of them. Um, That's cool. There's yeah, it, it it's really it, it is a really interesting take on the Star Wars uh, kind of Jedi storyline. And also, um, what's interesting is um, these. I think I believe these games, especially this one, are canon. So I, I think they are supposed to fill in some of the. You know, they're they're telling a story that's supposed to fill in some of the stuff in between some of the movies. And this is the, the the main character and some of the other characters involved are um, kind of in response to Order 66, which is where the Jedi Order was killed. And so right. the, the main character and some of the other people, they're kind of like the last remaining or just some of the surviving Jedi. And they're just trying to, you know, what are we going to do after the whole Jedi kind of race or the, you know, the all these people have been killed? Um, you know, do we rebuild? You know, what do we do? And so it's kind of interesting that they're kind of showing you what's happening, um, especially, you know, this is happening before, like, Force Awakens and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, it, it's super interesting. I'm really enjoying playing it. And just like we mentioned earlier, it is kind of hard. And I'm on the I'm on this kind of the, the kind of average uh, difficulty. Um, yeah. The suggested difficulty. So um, it, it is challenging, and I, I, like, I like it for that. And it makes the sparring and the lightsaber fighting pretty fun. Um, and there's stuff like that, you know, you would think it would be in a Star Wars game, like monsters and, you know, pits of, you know, just like all sorts of stuff that, 
you know, they really did a good job, I think, of like showing you like, you know, you go to a different planet. There's going to be like weird stuff on that planet or that's cool. You know, the empire has landed here. So, you know, they've taken over this part. You know, it's it's good. They crafted like an immersive kind of. Yeah, it's very immersive. Um, I like I almost lost it the other day because I was trying to defeat this gigantic like I don't know what it looked like. It looked like a gigantic pig or something. And it was, I was at the edge of my seat because it was, it was quite difficult to, to beat. And, um, I don't know. It just like experiences like that. It's like, oh, this is crazy. Like I'm in a planet I've never been to. And this thing is about to attack me. Of course I got my lightsaber, you know, this is cool. Um, but yeah, I think there's gonna be a lot more of those experiences in the game. That's why I'm excited for that. So, um, yeah, fall in order for three. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go, this is funny, dude. I don't know why I enjoyed this game so much, but it's, uh, for number two, it is one of the prequel games. Um, it Fair. is the, I think I had it for, I think I had it for P- PC or like Ooh. Mac or, or, I don't know. I don't know if I had a Mac when it came out, but it, it was the, um, oh shit. It was the, um, oh, what's the fr- freaking First, the pr- first prequel movie. I can't even think of it. Phantom, <clears throat> Phantom Menace. It was. I think it was the Phantom Menace. Like their their uh, game for that movie. Like they made the game for the movie or whatever. Fan- so, so um, just Phantom Menace. I guess yeah, it would be the, uh, Phantom Menace. I feel like it had another name, but I'll, I'm gonna have to re- look it up. That'd be wild um, if it did, because Phantom Menace is already a subtitle. Yeah, you're right. Huh? Actually, it's the second subtitle. Star Wars subtitle episode one subtitle Phantom, Phantom Menace, Menace subtitle the game the game <laughs> yeah you know? I bet you it looked like that too um, yeah I had this on I was playing from what I remember I was playing on on a PC and um, it was I mean it looked terrible honestly <laughs> maybe that's why I put it on this list so high because I just had so much fun playing it because of how terrible it was I think that's what oh that's I, you know what those games are it's it's like watching a bad, good movie. It's it's like um, I mean uh, you know like you know the opening scene um, of Phantom Menace where we have Obi Wan Ken- or uh, sorry um, Qui Gon Jinn and Obi Wan, yeah, uh, younger Obi Wan, yeah. uh, like the that scene. Federation and shit. Yeah, so and like the imagine fake like C three PO. Yeah, imagine that in a game that kind of first sequence and you know they give you um, they kind of did the um, MMO kind of thing where you can make like choices and like. You talk to the Viceroy, and then you can either kill them, you can either do that. So maybe that's why I th- found it very entertaining. It's like they kind of took that route of like the choice making, and like, um, but the characters. The, I mean, it was, I mean, I'm sure it was you know just old graphics or whatever. But I remember the you know like the frames wouldn't sync up, and then you know like their faces were just like <laughs> they had like you know like the you know like the N64 like golden eye hand, like it's just yeah. like one solid hand. Um, so, not, I don't know. It was fun. It was, it was funny. There was one it was, like that I remember. It was called Jedi Battle. Jedi Battle. Something like that? I don't Ooh. know. I don't know. Yeah. It, it, was, it was fun, entertaining, and, you know, I don't think I beat it, but uh, just for that factor of just, like, oh, man, like, like the just the – it just – yeah, it was, it was kind of cheesy, I, I, you know. But it, I, for what I remember, like, the – the like, because you got to use the lightsaber too, and I thought the mechanics were pretty decent in the game. So I don't know. That's cool. That's I think cool. I just chose it for because of that nostalgic factor, and I just remember playing it with my, you know, playing with my brother too, like that game, and um, just kind of brings back memories. So it's um, 
And then for number one, dude, I got Super Star Wars uh, Nintendo. Um, I did not. Right I played Empire, uh, the, uh, Super Empires. Um, I didn't get a chance to play the, um, um, what do you call it? Return of the Jedi. Um, but my fondest memory of this game, um, I, did, I did beat it probably once. But the fondest game, uh, fondest memory of this game I remember is being um, hanging out with my cousins. Actually, out funny enough, um, when I was a kid, I think when I came out to LA to see my cousins, uh, Tony and Edwin and those guys. Um, I remember, I think it was Edwin who must have beat it, but I remember watching Edwin playing that game, or, or and one of my cousins. And um, you know, since you have to play all the way through to beat it, um, you just gotta go go through it. So yeah, yeah I was just watching. Yeah, it was it was fun. These were was like my, games. Yeah, man. But, and that's why I probably enjoyed it so much because you had to sit there and like really focus on the game. But also, if you're spectating, you get to watch the whole story unfold um, all the way through. And I remember my cousin beat it like while I was you know when I when I was visiting them. So I was like, that's uh, my kind of fondest memory of like that's super, super cool and some family stuff. Cool. So yeah, man. Um, I don't know. Uh, Star Wars gaming, you know. I, my only hope is one day I just want them to make an open world Star Wars game where you can be, um, you know, I know they've Whoever done like the Knights of the Old Republic. Well, yeah, pretty much that. I mean, I know they've done like Knights of the Old Republic, which I have not played. So, I, you know, I, I'm sure it's probably going to be on a lot of other people's lists because I think that's kind of like one of the highly anticipated. Yeah, know, my buddy highest. Brandon loves it. And I yeah, downloaded it and I just so. couldn't really get into it. But it's also on yeah. a Mac, and I don't really like playing games on the computer. Yeah. So, well, I mean, yeah, I would love to get like an open world Star Wars game where you can be who the you know whoever you want. You can be a, a fighter jet plane guy. You can be, you know, um, you know, you can be a Jedi. You can be a bounty hunter. You know, whoever you want to be, um, and kind of create your own you know story within the Star Wars world. And you know, maybe some you know some little gems in there of like you know kind of stuff from what the movies are in, but honestly, I just want a Star Wars game that just lives in the Star Wars world. Um, yes, I'm and with you could on do, that. They could do a lot with that, so, you know, oh, man. who you knows, imagine? who knows? I, I'm hoping with the response from Fallen Order, maybe they might, I'm sure they'll do a sequel, but if they, you know, if that's the kind of games that, you know, p- people want to be, like, play Jedis, or, you know, um, like the Mandalorian came out, and, and that dude's like a bounty hunter, and, like, a lot of people are liking the show, so I feel, you know, I feel like it's been, it's been something like a lot of people kind of want. It's like, I would be down to do that. Go to different planets mm-hmm. and like hunt people. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know. So. Anyway. And you could even do like a Red Dead thing where you can have like a meter. If like you commit atrocities, you you have one reputation. Or if you're more of a hero, or maybe you could start yeah. off more of a scoundrel and like become a hero like Han. Yeah. That kind of thing is cool. And, um, you know, in this day and age with the games, it's, you know, the open world thing is, I mean, that's kind of like. I yeah. say that it's it's not the standard, but like, you know, people want, you know, I feel like a lot of people want to play open world games because of those choices you can make and the freedom to do a lot of those things. So you know, I definitely want to still get that out of a Star Wars game one day. So we'll see. Hell yeah. I like it. Yeah, man. Good list. Man. Out, yeah. It's been, it's been in Star Wars mood lately, but you know, um, yeah, I'll get, I'll get to that in the, in the share time. Right on. Uh, you uh, got Joey. Disney Plus. Did you hear that um, they changed the Han and Greedo scene yet again? Oh, yeah, dude. I heard about that. What does he say? McCluskey or something? 
Yeah. I, I haven't I, watched it. I, I'm appalled. I'm fucking yeah, appalled. Yeah, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it, but it's funny, like, most of the, um, like, podcasts I've been listening to, you know, most of them probably mention, like, Disney+. Plus. And I think that was, like, one of the main things that everyone pointed out was, like, yeah, they altered Star Wars again. So <laughs> I think, you know what? At this point, I'm, I'm on George Lucas's side. Like, you know what, dude? Do whatever the fuck you want to do to your movies. Fuck yeah. everybody. Fuck everybody. Yeah. Um, I hope, I hope, because I don't think we're going to see him in his lifetime, the, the original trilogy unaltered. Um, but I do hope that... Um, you know, my new hope, if you will, is that um, he doesn't put, like, a thing in his will about, like, never, ever, 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 like, release oh my God. <laughs> the unaltered original trilogy. Could you imagine? That'd Could be crazy. Imagine? People would lose it, man. I mean... And you got to think, Disney has some damn good lawyers that they could find a fucking loophole. They could figure it out. Yeah. Those are coming um, out someday. They have to, right? Dude... Uh, man, I was it's just all reading. that I fucking want as a Star Wars fan. They got I, all this other shit. They got Funko Pop figures. They got fucking dog food. Man. I don't know if they got dog food, but um, um, you know what I'm saying, though? Have you heard, because um, kind of similar situation to like, so like the podcasts and whatever I've been listening to, just the world of Star Wars living out there. Um, I heard that there's like a, like a group of people trying to like um, 4K like master... Um, yeah, like I think it's called like trying Herms, to get the original. Hermes. Yeah, is that? Is well, that I'll, I'll, I have it. Yeah, I have. Uh, you can buy it, and I want to buy it. Um, I just haven't bought it. Um, but how, I have been looking into this. Um, they're the Blu-rays. How legal is that? <laughs> Hermy. Well, I don't understand the legalities of it completely. Um. But yeah, I, I need to I need to pick that up. I need to get those. Um, so, I am, so so it is real. Is it? It's real yes. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And I actually have a buddy, um, Reno from fucking Facebook, um, from the the Batman on Film uh, page. Shout out. Um, he turned me on to those, and he said that they look amazing. That really? Um, yeah. Interesting. He sent okay. me a link, so I just gotta I gotta fucking figure it out. But Dude, yeah. that's so crazy, man. Yeah, I, I I just I was like, is it too good to be true? Like. <laughs> you know, like one of those kind of situations. So, hell yeah, remember, yeah, no, they're out there. They're out there. But man, that's so crazy. Yeah. But I know. Probably, probably not under the Disney banner, unfortunately, just yet. Not yet. Someday. Someday. Anyways, Joe, what what is your top five for tonight, man? I'm kind of curious. Well, Sean, I'll tell you, I've been having a hell of a time coming up with lists lately. <laughs> I've got the block. Um, so the I don't block. know where this came from. But thankfully, I, I got it at the zero hour. Um, <laughs> Shani, what? I don't think we've done this before. Um, no, I'm gonna have to like look at. Okay. So I'm gonna. What are your, who are your top five favorite character actors? Um, and character actors are usually like the, more of a bit player. They're not really the leading man kind of dashing type. They're more. They they are always inventing a character, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, man, this was, this was definitely difficult because some of the actors and actresses, like some of them have become like, you know, they've starred as the main kind of person in their own movie. Um, 
But so I, I've got I did have to look I did have to look at like a list of some just to kind of get an idea. So, oh, me um, too. <laughs> I've got I've got uh, David Morse. Um, he was in the Green Mile. Um, oh, he played, yes. Uh, there was a movie called Contact um, where oh, what's her name is in it. Um, Jodie Foster. I think it was Jodie Foster in that one. And, um, you know, he plays like near the spoiler alert near the end of the movie. She gets in contact with these aliens and um, the alien turns into um, an image of her father to kind of help kind of translate and just kind of make things a little more, you know, on the speaking ground. And David Morse was in it, too, as well. So, you know, it's I see him in a a bunch of films. He always plays, you know, kind of that character. You know, he, he. you know, he, he has some sort of an influence in the story, um, but also, you know, he's he's still kind of on the sidelines as far as, you know, someone who, you know, he's just kind of pushing the story along, but also, you know, might have some significant parts to play in the in the story or at least, you know, having a, some sort of involvement with the character um, in, in the end. So um, David Morse, one, I just always that's think... A, that's yeah. a very good pick. Yeah, I just, I, f- I feel like he's, like, I always see him in like a bunch of stuff and... I'm like, who is that? Like, I just like, sometimes I just, uh, I'm trying to remember what movie I saw him recently in. Um, Green Mile has always been the one I remember the most. Um, That's a great movie. Uh, I'm just looking at his credits. Uh, Hurt Locker, World War Z. Um, yeah, he, he, of course, yeah, he was, oh yeah, True Detective. I think he was in that one too. When I remember. So yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, a fine actor and, and you know, I, I, I just love it how he, yeah, every movie he has some sort of different person and, you know, he really channels that through his acting. So, uh, David Morse for five. Right on. Um, let's see here. Oh, number four, I've got Margot Martindale. Um, she, I think you will probably remember her as the mother of I uh, love her, Dewey yeah. Cox. In, There's uh, my favorite fourteen-year-old son. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny because she—I feel like she always plays like the sweet lady in a lot yeah. of the movies she's in. But she can turn. Um, she can turn on a fucking dime and go off Kathy sure, Bates on dude. you. You know, for she's sure. great. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember like a uh, show she was in. Uh, Dexter. I remember she was in Dexter for a little bit. She played the secretary at the or the records like uh, secretary at. Um, at the police station, you know, so, you know, Dex mm-hmm. was trying to figure out what his past is and, you know, who his father is. Um, and I don't know, I've just seen her in, in a, in a few movies and, um, yeah, she, she can definitely, uh, you know, I always picture her as that sweet lady, but yeah, she can definitely turn in, in some other, in some other roles, which is great because, you know, you, you could build it up this character like, Oh, she's always sweet in these movies. And then when she does that role where she's, you know, a little more extreme, you know, I think it, it's a, it's a bigger impact and she's that kind of actress where, you know, she can, she can pull that off. Um, so number four, Margot, Margot, eh, Margot Martindale. Yeah. She's, uh, she's amazing. Yeah. She's awesome, man. I, I'm, I'm hoping I can see her. I'm, I'm trying to figure out if she might be in another movie coming up soon. Um, I got number three. I got John Goodman. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I gotta say, John Goodman's been—he's still been killing it, man, with the, uh, with the roles. I, I just recently finished um, uh, the Righteous Gemstones, the first season, um, which he's he's great in it. And um, I mean, John Goodman's—I mean, just been a whole bunch of stuff, man. 
I mean, uh, I always remember him uh, partnering up with the dude in uh, Big Lebowski. Um, tons of movies, dude. I just can't think. I mean, there's tons. Um, I'm just trying to remember one that I recently saw him in. Um, I haven't seen 10. I'm looking at his credits. I'm like, I haven't seen 10 Clover Lane Lane yet. You haven't seen that? That's a fucking great movie. I know, man. It's That's it's, a very uh, good movie. I'm like, I'm kind of... Uh, I feel like I'm. There was like a year where I missed like all those like movies that came out in the year. So, um, yeah, John Goodman. Gosh, what what else? I'm sorry. I'm just like I'm quickly looking through his his credits. Uh, oh, I guess Argo. Yeah, he was in Argo. Oh yeah, Flight. I remember Flight. Oh man, he was like a drug dealer, wasn't he? Yeah, in Flight. He yeah. was fucking sick. Yeah, he, he was, was so sick. <laughs> he was pretty extreme in there too. Um, so yeah, John Goodman. He had a I, I mean, fucking I, ponytail. Big Lebowski, <laughs> yeah, right. motherfucker. Yeah, Big Lebowski, brother. Um, Jesus, he's so, so fucking. I'm. That's that's gonna be one of those that where it's bastard should have been mine. Yeah, dude. It's oh, man. He yeah. I just I I love and you know, again he can play uh, kind of like you know Margot Martindale. You know he can play a very you know nice you know kind of gentleman kind of character or goofy character. Um, you know, cause he has, you know, has so much, so much of that background. Um, but you know, of course he can play a, a completely different character, you know, a, a crazy, you know, eccentric drug dealer or something, you know, it's just, it, it's great. Cause he, he's willing, he's willing to adapt to those roles and, and really put it, you know, kind of put all of his, his, uh, kind of, um, personality and, and, and interpret it, that character in a way. So, um, yeah, John Goodman all the way for three. I love it. Um, for number two, I've got Walton. Let's see, hopefully, I say his last name. Gig is it Giggins? Oh, bitch! Giggins. You, you're bringing you're bringing heat right now, Walton Bro, Goggins, dude. Uh, yeah, and it's funny because uh, he also stars with you know uh, John Goodman in uh, Righteous Gemstones, um, which I thought he was hilarious in that in that show um, as their I guess their uncle, Uncle Gemstone or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, man, he's you've in, got like, a I think, solid ass list right now. Yeah, well, out of all the people, I feel like I've seen him in in way more movies than everyone else. Um, I mean, he's in a lot of stuff, man. Uh, I mean, of course, he you know co-starred with um, uh, Danny McBride in, in Vice Principals. I mean, he was amazing in that. Um, you know, he had a couple roles in. Uh, he was in Django Unchained, from what I remember. I know he played that. Yeah. Uh, one of the kind of uh, villain um, cowboy or villain. Uh, yeah, he works at Candyland. Candyland, um, and then funny enough, he was in um, uh, Tarantino movie uh, Hateful Eight, um, taking on another cowboy role. So um, I don't know. I, he's got that kind of, you know, he's this tall dude. He's got like that very distinctive face. He's gangly. He's fucking gangly. Yeah. And he always, I always feel like he walks with like a strut. I don't know. A bravado. Just, yeah. There's yeah. just something about him um, and just how I listened to him on an episode of Mark Marin. He is exactly what you hope he would be. Oh, perfect. I, I He's gotta, fucking great. I got to listen to that now. <laughs> um, yeah, man. He's, uh, yeah, he's, he's always pretty fun to see in, in shows and, and in movies and, I always, um, yeah, man, I always, I just, I always like seeing him on screen because he, he never felt to me that he always, you know, he always had that similar, the, you know, he has the build and the similar kind of like characteristics 
of some of his characters, but I always felt like he really delivered and, you know, did something different with those characters. And I think that's why he's kind of so high up there on my list for character actors. Excellent. So, um, and then my number one dude is uh, J.K. Simmons. Um, <sighs> probably the biggest one I'll mention is is J.J. Uh, uh, Jameson in Spider-Man. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, that was such a, uh, you know, such a iconic role. And, you know, he, it's almost like when I, I think Spider-Man in these new movies, too. And I, I know, um, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Far From Home, he does appear at the end at, uh, from Far From Home. Which I did finally get, get a chance to watch that movie. Um, so so I could tell. What, yeah. a, what a bomb to drop. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. He, he as as that character, especially, um, you know, he, he he stole the show in a, in a lot of the in a lot of those movies. Uh, but you know, it, it it also grounded like Peter Parker in that way of where you know this is the place he works at, and you know this is his boss. He has to deal with that. And he just played that so perfectly um, in those movies, in the in the um, in those movies. So, yeah, um, J.K. Simmons. I like that. Uh, That's very good. If, if you haven't seen it, Joey, um, I don't know if you've seen it, but um, Whiplash. Have you seen Whiplash? I I, I haven't. I need to. I can't fucking stand Miles Teller. I know. I really, he's he's my new Shia LaBeouf. If you can't stand um, him, uh, the great thing is J.K. Simmons is just like yelling at him throughout the whole. Yeah. Movie. No, I know. I'm going um, to enjoy it. I need I need to check it out. But yeah, very, very extreme. He, he again, a, a person and an actor can go to the extremes, but also, you know, kind of bring it back down. But I think that's why I, I always put him up there as just the character actor, because he, he, he is willing to to really put in all his, you know, all his energy into that character and, um, you know, kind of bring that bring that to the character and, and make him angry or make him, you know, excited or whatever. You know, it, it's uh, yeah. Yeah. It's something that. You know, some act, some actors they they bring it on screen, but sometimes they take it that step, that extra step forward or extra step in there. So I think he always does that with his roles. So hell yeah, yeah, man, J.K. Simmons for number one character actor. I like it. I Joey, like what, it. What do you You've got, got for me? I'm, I'm very list. curious about yours. <sighs> I'm feeling all insecure about mine now. Um, let's see. All right, number five. I'm going Willem Dafoe. Yo, um, Willem, Willem Dafoe, Dafoe is man, always yeah. doing something interesting. Um always doing something different he has played in antichrist he has played jesus christ um <laughs> his range knows no fucking bounds i loved him True, just recently in the lighthouse and um but there's one that like to me this is willem dafoe never ever brings anything less than his, his a game and here's my fucking example there's a movie from 2006 called american dreams and it's very much kind of in the vein of like those um, movies like Valentine's Day, New Year's Eve, where they have a bunch of celebrities being themselves, being the celebrity you know and love. This is the version of Ben Affleck. This movie had uh, Hugh Grant being Hugh Grant, <laughs> Dennis Quaid being Dennis Quaid, Mandy Moore being Mandy, Mandy Moore. Moore. <laughs> um, who else we got? We got uh, Chris Klein, Jennifer Coolidge, all doing that Damn. thing. And then you've got Willem Dafoe. And he's wearing a bald cap. He has, like, gray hair on the side of his head. What? Like, you've never seen him before. You're like, I've never seen Willem Dafoe bald before. This is fucking bizarre. Like, what are you doing? And it's, like, <laughs> just some it's just some minor role that, like, did not need to be zhuzhed up 
at all. Yeah, I but see. But it's Willem Dafoe <laughs> being like, I'm fucking bored. Give me a bald cap. You know what I mean? It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> I want to watch that movie. That's, please, no, I'm going to no, look at don't. a picture of that. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Yeah, look at it. It's so fucking frightening. Um, number four, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, um, man. No, that's peace. a good choice, man. Yeah. I fucking love him. Um, and, uh, I mean, fuck. Fuck. Every role of his was just heartbreaking. Like, even the funny ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. He oh, yeah. found that fucking emotional core or truth or whatever the fuck actually talk it is that, you know. But he had it and he got to it and he, he communicated that to the audience beautifully every single time. And um, his is a tremendous fucking loss. Um, fuck. Um, Gary Oldman for number three. Dude, you're naming some good ones too, man. I know. I'm, I'm Gary also Oldman. bringing heat. Shoot, um, but I know I really, when you named John Goodman and then you hit me again with Walton Goggins, I was like, God damn it. That was, <laughs> that was a double hater right there. Um, but yeah, so Gary Oldman, I mean, fuck, dude. He, he's another one that just, he goes in 110%. And he doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, I don't know, asshole method or whatever the fuck. But he, you mm-hmm. know, he's very... Singular in his vision. Whoa, yeah. Siri. Singular, not Siri, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, that's scary. I don't like that. I got to turn that off. Um, yeah. Number two, John Cazale. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, if you've never seen the documentary, uh, I knew it was you. Very good. It's all about him. He starred in uh, five movies before his death, and they all were nominated for Best Picture. Damn. Really? He was Fredo in Godfather, part one and part two. He was in The Conversation. He was in, holy shit, uh, Dog Day Afternoon and Deer Hunter. Deer Hunter, that's right. Deer Deer Hunter will wreck your fucking day. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, John and John Cazell will break your heart every single time. Mm-hmm. He is such a beautiful actor. I fucking, he was great. He was really great. Um, and the documentary is just fucking heartbreaking as well. Check it out. It's Check, a it documentary. Check it out. Um, number one, Steve Buscemi. Oh man. Wow. I love him. He is one of my all time favorite actors. I think he's brilliant. Um, He's another one that you can just see into his soul and you just like love him and want to take care of him. And you know what I mean? You're just like, yeah, this yeah. guy gets it, you know? Um, yeah, man. Steve Buscemi, man. I always remember, um, man, Desperado. Fuck. He, he owns that opening scene, dude. Best scene in the it, whole man. movie. One of my favorite opening scenes of all time. Especially when he's like describing everything and yeah, yeah it's so good, man. Yeah, Steve Buscemi, man. Yeah, he's got he's, he's so he's great. A bunch of films, man. Yeah, and he always it made me very him. happy when they gave him Boardwalk Empire. I mean, they give him, but you know what I mean. Like he finally got his starring kind of opus. Yeah, kind of starring thing, you know? show. Heck um, yeah, dude! I like your list. Wow, you brought you brought it to you, man. I think it was a good list. I think I think we both we did we did not do too shabbily on that, my friend. Shonathan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you have anything yes. you'd like to share with our dear, sweet, lovely, imaginary audience this week? 
yes, I sold my soul to Disney uh, this last week. Um, I subscribed to Disney Plus um, as as a miniature review for you guys. Um, I think it's great. There's, uh, <laughs> I think it's great. I know that's very, that's very, <laughs> um, I don't know. It's, it's okay. I mean, it's, it's what I expected it to be. Um, as far as, uh, you know, all the star Wars movies are on there minus, uh, the last Jedi. Um, and that's going to mm-hmm. be, I guess my negative, but it's also like, it's just a business thing attached to it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh, all the content's the on there. Yeah, eventually the rights will be on there, um, and it'll be exclusively Disney content through there. Um, it's it's interesting. I mean, yeah, there's for the launch week um, a lot of issues with just you know trying to get on there, and you know I've had a couple dropped, uh, you know stuff would just pause and then like I would have to refresh or something because I think mm. a gajillion people are trying to download it right now. So um, I think that was kind of my first issue, but. I don't know. Overall, I think it's 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 cool. Um, it's got you know all the Pixar films on there. Um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, there was like a year where I just didn't watch like a certain amount of movies in theaters, and I you know missed a couple of the Pixar films that came out. Um, yeah. And you know, it's, I, out of all the Disney stuff, I, I I always still like the Pixar kind of division. And is Toy Story animation. Four on there? Uh, Toy Story Four. Did, it come, did that come out already? Mm-hmm. It is not on there. Um, okay, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'll but, do it uh, to, you know, it's cheaper than fucking renting it, basically. <laughs> it is kind of tight, though. There's there's uh, X-Men, the X-Men, oh, because, you know, they have Fox now for uh, Disney. Yeah. So there are a couple of Fox properties. Uh, X-Men animated series was cool. Um, I, I didn't watch too many of the Disney original movies. You know, it was a, there was a certain generation, I think, that I watched. And then anything, you know, any of that high school musical stuff, I just did not watch any of that stuff because, I, I don't know, it, just, it wasn't in my generation or, I guess, age, you know. I But I did watch, like, you know, Look of the Irish and, like, Ooh. Brink, you know, like, Soul Skaters Forever, you know what I mean? Johnny Tsunami, like those movies. Those are the movies I remember, and they have them up on there, which is kind of interesting. And, you know, some of them hold up, some of them don't. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. Um, and then the the takeaway is, you know, I watched the first two episodes of The Mandalorian, um, which will be a weekly Star Wars standalone uh, movie that's uh, divorced from the, I guess, the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, you know. It's it. A lot of people are kind of you know comparing it. It's very western, kind of spaghetti westernish because it's it, we we're talking about a bounty hunter here. Um, and the first episode is written and directed by John Favreau. So this is his kind of project that he's uh, flagshipping on on Disney Plus. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, you know, I, I like it. It's. I think I'm. I maybe I like it because I'm just prone to the idea of like you know what I'm down to see other Star Wars. You know, if Disney's going to do mm-hmm. the Star Wars thing, you know, finish this saga up with this movie and just don't touch these characters anymore. Like, you know, just do something else. Do something in the world of Star Wars. You know, there's a lot you can explore there. Um, and they're kind of doing it with the Mandalorian as far as like taking this character and this, I guess, this, I guess it would be a race of people. Uh, the Mandalorian um, uh, kind of culture and like what that is and explore that uh, side of it. Um and you know the character it's kind of funny cuz it's the dude um what's his name uh 
Anthony Pasquale from uh, Game of Thrones and um, True Detective, or not True Detective, uh, Narcos. Um, are we interested? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Narcos. Um, so it's interesting because the whole show, like the part of the Mandalorian uh, lore and just like their culture is they always, they're born wearing the mask. Um, um, and people will say it looks like Boba Fett's mask, which it, it they're is. They're born wearing a fucking mask. It's part Fuck. of their culture. Jesus yeah. Christ. Some things, guys, do not need to be explained. Some things can be left to the fucking imagining. I'm sorry. Maybe it's done very well. That yeah, explanation I mean, of it pisses me off. I see off. what they're doing there. Sorry. and um, I see what they're doing. They're, they're trying to obviously ex- explore like these other kind of uh, galactic species or cultures or whatever. And... Um, and, you know, it's interesting that they, you know, I'm happy they didn't go like, this is the Boba Fett show. Like, I know it's, he's a bounty hunter and they are starting to go into more things about the character. You know, the first episode's like 30 minutes. You mm-hmm. get like just kind of introduction to the character, but didn't feel so layered at first. Um, and then as you get to the second episode, you kind of start to learn more about where this person came from. And I'm happy they did that. And there's a, um, you have to watch, like, one, you know, if you watch it, um, I can't, I don't want to spoil anything, but... There if is you a, spoil a goddamn thing. I won't. <laughs> but there is, a, there is a plot device that's happening by the second episode, and that's going to, I think that's... Just, you know, just don't even... Just see don't the direction even, where they're just going. Just don't even... Anyways, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Um, I think maybe I'm enjoying it because of it's divorced from the sagas, and, you know, it doesn't have, like, Han Solo in it, or, you know... Yeah. Or this dude, this it's young its dude. Own, it's its own thing. It's, it's self-contained. Its um, but it still has, you know, elements of Star Wars in it, which is cool. Um, so I don't know. Uh, Disney Plus, I mean, I don't think I'm going to watch everything on there. Uh, it is and cheap enough. That would enough. be impossible. Yeah, it's cheap enough to, to, to pay for. You know, I was expecting me like nine, ten bucks. But, um, you know, it's it's six ninety nine, which is cool. Um and I don't know, I'm just like, you know, I think I, w- I would like to catch up on some like the Pixar movies and, you know, I'm, I'm definitely invested in the kind of the Mandalorian or the kind of original Star Wars stuff they're doing. Um, not really sure uh, how I feel about like the Marvel stuff just yet. I mean, it's not out yet, but, um, you know, we'll see if that works or not. You know, I'm, I'm just kind of curious um, more importantly. So, um, but yeah, I think it's it's been a good, good positive so so far, aside from just a lot of people just using it in the last couple of days, which cool. kind of sucks. But, but anyways, man, yeah. Well, um, I'll tell you what. Disney is not getting another fucking dime of my money. <laughs> um, however, if you do want to share the login credentials with me, that would be very cool. Actually, um, might have to, Joey. All right. We, yeah, I, I'd be down get- with that. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not fucking paying Disney. I'll pay you. I won't pay Disney. I got you, man. For for the, um, for the good of the for the good of the podcast. Okay. Or, yeah. Yeah. It's an investment. Uh, then that's how we gotta that. look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. Um, let's see. Do I got anything? Um, my cousin Jesse and his wife Vanessa came down um, or came up. I don't know. Came east. Came west. From uh, from Vacaville, and Thanks. hung out and. Yeah, I got to see them and, and have dinner, and uh, it, was, it was wonderful, the whole, you know, family family being together. It's a nice thing, and it was really great to see them. So uh, just shout out to them. I was happy hey. to see them. Um, that's what I got, man. Don't that's what I got. Little shout outs. I love it. Yeah. Sean, <laughs> I, got, I got one more question, though, for you. What is it, man? What do you, what do you got for me? 
Um, where can we find more of your work on the internet this week? Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at Shonday Music, Twitter at Shonday Music, and on my website, shondaymusic.net.com. Coming soon. Really? I know. I don't think I can. Can you change it? Um, I think I can. I just gotta confuse so many people. I just gotta find the. I'm sure I have. I can get the domain, but I just have to connect, pay for it, and connect, connect it to my WordPress, which I have yet. I haven't so so long. So neither have I. Um. Anyways, Joe, where can we find you on the internet? You can check me out uh, at Joey Parati on Twitter and on my website JoeParatiScripts.com. You can check out the show at Top Five Pod. That's T O P F I V E five P O D on Instagram, on Twitter at gmail.com, and on Facebook at Top Five Podcast. We're on Apple Music, Google Play, and SoundCloud. So please give us a like, give us a listen, give us a follow, give us your love, give us love, and we will give you just we will give you uh, unadulterated. Uh, uh, We'll give you pure, unadulterated, uh, staring. 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 <laughs> staring through the, through the void. Yeah, in return. Until next time, I'm Joey Prime. And I'm Sean Lee. Thanks. Thanks.